This fall, we'll be exploring different facets of our commitment to Christian faith and practice. In our current world, an alive and active faith is not assumed. There are culture-wide shifts in institutional trust, religious participation, knowledge, and practice. In fact, a recent Gallup poll finds that the percentage of Americans who report belonging to a church, a synagogue, or a mosque is at an all-time low. What's more, whether we have belonged to church community our whole lives or are brand new to a life of faith, we might not regularly stop and think about our reasons for belief, belonging, and practice. These shifts in religious landscape provides us the opportunity to re-examine our basis for faith and spiritual practice and to find new and redemptive ways for living. Each week on the podcast, we will explore some of the biblical and theological roots of questions related to who we are as Christian followers. Why church? Why study? Why Jesus? Why gather? Why serve? Why care? Why worship? Why give? We invite you to listen, to reflect, and to join the conversation. This week on the podcast, we are talking about why we should gather. My name is Allison Cochran, and I'm the member engagement coordinator here at Preston Hollow Presbyterian Church. The ancient Greeks were very social and created opportunities to come together on a regular basis. People would often gather for a daily meal as a way to provide for all in the community by sharing food and fellowship. The early Christians called this meal the agape, or love feast, and it was a time of sharing, eating, and growing as a community. However, according to our text, the Corinthians had lost sight of this purpose, for although everyone was gathered to eat their agape meals, the more prosperous ones had begun to separate themselves from the others during mealtime. In his letter to them, Paul reprimands them because some of the people go ahead with their own supper, while others go hungry, and still others get drunk. The purpose of learning who God is and building God's community was lost partly due to social and economic differences. So Paul offers a reminder and an encouragement to the Corinthians about why they are called into community in the first place. In those days, the Lord's Supper was not an observance set apart in a sanctuary for the followers of Christ, but rather a regular meal in a common place where all should have access, space, and freedom to interact. Also, the Lord's Supper was not meant only for those in the community with more money or food. It was the meal when all were welcome to participate in proclaiming the Lord's death until He comes, and when the church community could grow deeply and widely. This is the only place in Paul's letters where he writes about the Lord's Supper. In a strange way, we can better understand the societal divisions the early church experienced because of the insights Paul shared about the Lord's Supper. This text also tells us we are not so different from those early Christians who also struggled with divisiveness and segregation along societal and economic lines. Like the Corinthians, we are prone to segregate ourselves by even ordinary decisions like where we eat, where we shop, or where we live. But God calls us into community, and the church is the one place where all are called to gather regardless of how much is in our bank account or clothes closet. The beauty of Christian community is in its belief in the equality of all, its recognition that all are God's creation, and all have gifts to contribute that help build the body of Christ. Most of us are familiar with the concept of the body of Christ as referenced in Romans 12, 4-6. This metaphor provides us a great mental picture of how we interact with God as the head and each other as the body. 
But it is also important to note how our understanding of who God is would be incomplete without community. In his book, Christian Doctrine, Shirley Guthrie writes, How can I know the forgiveness, love, and help of God in Christ are real if I do not experience them through the community of people who are God's people? How can I be a Christian if I do not participate in the life and work of the community gathered and empowered by God's Spirit to share with others the forgiveness, love, and help they themselves have received? Each of us falls short, but each of us has gifts to be shared. When we gather in Christian community through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are a witness to God's work and love to each other and to all of God's creation. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or SoundCloud. Look in the description for details. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday for another episode of Why Church.